It's time to join Montana's very own and your voice for agriculture, Talking Ag Lane Nordland, for today's LaneCast. Alrighty, friends, welcome back to the Agriculture Conversation on the LaneCast Ag Podcast. Happy to be back here with you today. And we're going to be talking about another agricultural event that is held every year in December up in the Electric City of Great Falls. That, of course, being the Montana Grain Growers Association's annual convention. Joining us on the phone is the Vice President of the Montana Grain Growers from Chester, Vince Matson. Vince, how are things going today up on Montana's High Line? Oh, right at the moment, they're a bit snowy. We got a nice little storm uh, last night, and uh, at this point, we'll take any moisture we can get, so uh, it's all good. Well, of course, uh, it's uh, it's been a wintry fall, we can say, and as we move into d- December, the convention, of course, is December 3rd through the 5th there at the Heritage Gym, but maybe for our listeners, let, let's talk about you a little more, uh, you, your time serving on the board, of course, as vice president. Uh, this is the convention that you help plan, and then you'll be moving into the role of uh, uh, president here into the next year, but how, how are things been in Chester? I know I've seen you throughout the, the spring, summer, and now into the fall here. Um, it, it hasn't been a great year on the on the farming side of things, but uh, h- how's the operation up north going? Uh, yeah, as you said, uh, it's, it was a dry patch up here this, uh, this year up on the northern part of the state, which is a little bit uh, out of the norm for the rest of the state for this year, but... Um, you know, it's like they say in farming, well, there's always next year and we'll take it with the, with what it is and, and uh, go from there. But, but yeah, as serving uh, as vice president of Montana Grain Growers, um, this was an exciting, challenging, interesting, fun, all wrapped into one and to see the ins and outs of how this is all put together. And I've gotten to talk with and meet many, many people that I would have never met anyway, um, or any other reason or possibility. So it's been uh, enlightening and fun. So Vince, uh, it's been a tough go, no doubt, for, for, for a few years for, for the state and the nation's grain producers. And uh, I, I really do like your theme of this year of gaining the upper hand. And, and truly the focus is on, on helping producers really get new tricks of the trade to, to help manage them through these tough times and, and to show support for them. That's why they pay their dues. They know they have a voice in Helena and Washington, D.C., uh, what what are some of the key highlights that attendees will be able to experience? And and one I know we we talked uh, off of uh, the the record here was that art of negotiation that's really going to kick off the convention a workshop that's actually limited to just a a seventy five seats. But let's talk about the importance of kicking off this convention with tools to help manage tough times. Yeah, you know, farmers are really good at trying to find ways to cut back and squeeze a dime out of everything. And, and here's just another tool and toolbox, so to speak, to add. Once you get all the, the dollars and cents squeezed out of it, um, this Jack Williams, who's going to be the instructor for the workshop, um, he's a instructor at the TPAP program, which is a executive program for agriculture producers uh, originally put on by T- Texas A&M University Extension, and uh, he is going to just 
going to, yeah, it's the art of the negotiation is the title of the workshop. And uh, he just gets into some finer tuning of, of tactics, um, you know, some of the emotions involved in negotiating. Um, he, we've had a conference call with him and he's very interested in dialing in on what our problems are up here and fine tuning them to fit our needs and, uh, and what we would like to develop as a program, as an organization to help suit and, and squeeze everything we can out of, uh, whatever we're trying to gain the upper hand on. So for yourself as a producer, when you were learning more about this presenter, what, what were your thoughts on how this could make your operation better and help you get through another year of low prices? Um, you know, it's, it's not always about just purely the dollars and cents. Um, Jack goes into a lot of, once, once you're done negotiating price, which he'll go over that as well, but you get into other parts like terms and uh, and like with employees, you know, what what are some other benefits we can offer you or or, or length of working hours or hunting rights or, you know, just other things to prop up in your mind. Um, land leases was another one that he brought up. Um, there's some interesting tactics he's uh, expressed on how to. You know, once once the final dollar amount of that is set, you know, maybe there's some flexibility in drought years that we can talk about or, uh, you know, just just the other things outside of the negotiating toolbox that are most common to us. But more or less, uh, oh, I would say, uh, you know, the stuff we don't always think about when we're done negotiating before we hang up the phone. What's another couple things you can ask for or or think about. So when you leave the table, both sides feel really good about what they did and then we can keep a, a very good relationship going. And uh, of course that really kicks off the convention on Tuesday, uh, the 3rd of December there at the Heritage Inn. And, and of course uh, it is a separate registration fee and it's only limited to 75 uh, participants, but uh, it seems like that is well worth the investment for, for producers of all ages to come and, and really uh, gain an upper hand on, on the future of the business. Yes, I don't think, uh, don't be intimidated that it's going to be about agriculture. Negotiating is one of those things we use, whether you know it or not, uh, almost every day in our life. And uh, there's going to be some tools that are taken out of this that I think will apply to pretty much anyone, whether you're in business for yourself or working for someone else or, or looking at starting a new business. Um, I think there are several different ideas to take away from Jack's presentation. And uh, uh, he has promised me that it will be a true workshop that uh, we're going to be working and we're going to be learning. And, uh, and I look forward to it. Then we're going to be moving in onto that uh, at midweek on Wednesday, the the fourth. I think it's just so great the support that Montana State University, the state's land grant institution, shows towards all of our commodity groups. I know the the Montana grain growers and, and their members have worked very hard to uh, make sure there's faculty on campus that uh, are, are a part of enhancing the, uh, the the wheat and grain industries. And I just think it's great that. Uh,
Dr. Bajwa, the MSU Vice President, Dean and Director of the College of Ag and the Experiment Stations, uh, she's going to be there uh, for breakfast and talking with producers. What does that mean to you a as a producer, uh, knowing that we have the support from the College of Ag and from the university as a whole? Yes, uh, Dr. Bajwa making her debut appearance at the Grand Gorse Convention this year. This will be her first one as uh, as as director of the this egg school, egg college, I guess, rather. And, um, you know, Montana State as a land-grant university is, is pledged to, to help farmers and help, uh, help the egg industry. And, and uh, I honestly expect nothing less than for them to show up. And, and it's always been uh, a great relationship. And Montana State is, is really booming right now. And um, credit to to a lot of the administration up and down um, to see that university grow and prosper and and egg egg department as well. And and there's also a lot of opportunities for attendees, Vince, that that will be coming to the meeting to to not just learn about the grain markets, but also on those other crops that many producers have been growing for for quite a few years. Of course, the pulse market. Uh, the outlook on that market is on the top of a lot of producers' minds. It, it hasn't been great the last few growing seasons, and a lot of that has to do with, with trade, with, with India, one of the largest buyer pulses in, in the world. And, of course, Montana is the largest pulse producer in the United States. Uh, so it's not just uh, just going to be a grain focus. There's also going to be some talks about the pulse market as well. Uh, yeah, after after Dr. Bajwak, um, we have uh, Carlos Carreras, I think is how you say his last name. Pardon if I uh, uh, didn't pronounce that exactly correctly, but um, he's from the Redwood Group. Um, they're part of uh, the Strix Egg um, in here in Montana, and he's a buyer for them, and he will... Uh, I've asked him to find a way to give a bit positive spin on uh, the pulse market, which is going to challenge him a bit <laughs> with current conditions. But, um, you know, in Montana, if you're a wheat grower, you're probably, most of us are growing pulses as well. And, uh, and this is just, you can't talk with one without the other and see the whole picture and and find ways to put the pieces all together and, and make things work. So uh, this is, you know, just another another slice of the pie to, to think about. And hopefully um, he can present some different angles or uh, maybe some bright lights that to look forward to. And, and hopefully we can get out the other side of this thing together. And uh, also for, for our friends that are interested in learning more about the Montana Grain Growers, you can visit them online at mgga.org. But Vince, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the 64th Annual Montana Grain Growers Convention coming up December 3rd through the 5th in Great Falls. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Lyle Benjamin, president of Montana Grain Growers Association from Sunburst, Montana. MGGA represents Montana grain producers at the state and national level, fighting hard on the issues that affect your bottom line. Join us in Great Falls on December 3rd through the 5th for our 64th annual convention and trade show. Over 800 of your neighbors and 80 exhibitors will be there to network and talk about farming. Visit MGGA.org to register and find out more. 
As a Montana Farm Bureau member, you have access to a lot of valuable benefits. Now you can have your savings on the go with the Farm Bureau Member Benefits app. The app will show you where you can use your membership discounts with Granger, Case IH, Choice Hotels, John Deere, and more. Plus, with the app, your membership card is on your phone for easy access. It's free. Download the app today. Simply go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Farm Bureau Benefits app. Montana Farm Bureau. We care for the country. Well, as we return back here today on the LaneCast Ag Podcast, the Vice President of the Montana Grain Growers, Vince Matson from Chester, Montana, joins us. And we're talking about the upcoming convention of the Montana Grain Growers, December 3rd through the 5th, held there at the Heritage Inn in Great Falls, Montana. And, of course, Vince, we're probably going to have to take a timeout when we're in Great Falls to head on over to hear the uh, the musical uh, uh endeavors of piano pat at the sip and dip don't you think <laughs> oh absolutely no doubt i've actually already promised uh two of the speakers that uh that is on the agenda they were uh hesitant to come without visiting uh miss pat over there <laughs> well my, my uh, tv broadcast buddy russell nimitz he uh, he gives tours of the o'hare motor Inn and the sip and dip he's uh, actually a registered tour guide of that facility i don't think you know knew that but <laughs> Uh, we, well, we might have to commission his uh, expertise then, huh? You know, it, actually, that uh, that uh, Miller Coors uh, uh, trade show reception might really be the, the place to really hit that off, and maybe they could even sponsor the tour of the Sip and Dip later that night. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, again, there's a lot that's going to be happening at the convention other than my adventures to the Sip and Dip every time I'm in Great Falls, but... I think uh, there, there's a lot that producers can partake in, and that one that is going to be really interesting is is uh, Court Jensen, of course, with the Montana Department of Ag. He's going to be talking about emerging ag technologies and the law. Uh, what what is that? What are the details of that workshop that folks can participate in? Um, he's kind of presented a, a really big slate. I don't know how much he's going to get through, but uh, a big one right off the top is going to be some rules and stuff in the emerging hemp market. Uh, the state has been very involved in that, and uh, there's a lot of misinformation out there on what you can and can't do and, and some the THC levels and the CBD levels and, and some of that kind of stuff. So that I almost certainly would expect him to talk about that. Um, he will probably touch, he mentioned some uh, rules around the drones, uh, the drone flying and, and rules and regulations around that. And also way off into the future, some possible laws and uh, ramifications of autonomous vehicles. You know, uh, that has been in the forward thinking of a few industries now and and what are some of the things to think about as rules and uh, laws are developed to, to deal with uh, autonomous cars, autonomous tractors, autonomous everything, I guess. Yeah, that's really interesting to think about because, I mean, you, you look back to 50, 75 years ago when our grandparents were out there farming, they would have no concept of GPS and GIS and all of our uh, combines and, and whatnot. So that that will be interesting. Again, that is going to take place. Uh, Court talking about all these different emerging technologies there on the uh, on that Wednesday part of the convention. And uh, what 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 else are some of those workshops that folks can participate in on the uh, Wednesday part of the convention? 
Yes, uh, Wednesday is kind of a bit of our uh, agronomy day, I would so to speak. It's not everything agro ag agronomic, but uh, anyway, it, and then we kind of go into uh, Dwayne Beck. He's from South Dakota State. Um, he's a long-time, well-known, well, -known, well uh, uh, long-time agronomist. That I mean, if you're if you're been growing in this North Dakotas, South Dakota, Montana, Idaho area, you've more than probably heard about Dwayne Beck and, and what he's done for uh, just agriculture research and, and everything. Um, but anyway, he, he will go into some of uh, the ecosystems um, and rotations. Um, he was forward thinking on a lot of these pulse rotations, you know, 20 years ago. And, and now some of those are developing into uh, of different plans and different crops and some of the benefits that he implemented 20 years ago, we're starting to reap the, uh, the benefits of them. So that one, and then, uh, canola is trying to make a, make a push here in Montana and there will be, uh, Karen Sowers from the PNW canola growers association will be there. And, uh, They've reached out to us. They're trying to get a, a, a grower group in Montana to to uh, help facilitate some of the demands of uh, the canola growers in the state. And uh, so they would like to present some of the things they're working on as well. And then also, I, I see a very interesting one when we look at how our businesses operate. And of course, taxes are a big part of our operations and how we pass it down to the next generation. Uh, and we're going to have uh, Jennifer Forsyth with Highline Law there. And also, uh, Kurt Barnikoff with Whipfully CPAs. This is probably Kurt's first grain growers convention. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. He, he's, a, he's a lifer there. Uh, he's been to a lot. And... Uh... Be careful when you go to the max. He might keep you there for a while. So uh, uh, I've heard, I've heard. So anyway, uh, yeah, him and uh, Jennifer Forsyth will uh, kind of go into some things to think about if you're transitioning or, you know, with the new tax law coming out um, here last year. What are some things to think about going forward uh, as far as tax and then also a business structure, you know? Should we move from a C corp to an S corp, or or what are the what are the tax implications of moving from a C to an S? Or we're an LLC, maybe we should start looking at other options or partnerships or, or stuff like that. And and what are the ramifications, benefits, or and long term benefits of uh, of doing this? You know, sometimes there's some upfront costs and and but. 10, 15 years down the road, it starts to make sense. Mm -hmm. And I just want to remind our listeners, if you hadn't had the chance to actually uh, listen to podcast number 59, it's called The Awkward Conversation, Succession Planning. That's actually with Kurt Barnikoff. He shares some great tips. That's almost a year old, actually, at this point, that show. But he, he shares some great insight. You can listen to him there. And then also you can attend this workshop where he will have updated information and whatnot there at the, at the Grain Growers Convention. And uh, also Farm Service Agency Farm Programs. <laughs> I talk about it on the radio and TV all the time. We have dates coming up that folks need to be uh, have paperwork in and be aware of. So we actually have an FSA uh, county executive coming to the convention to really uh, talk about all that FSA uh, is working on and, and dealing with. 
Yes, uh, I believe Bill Evans is going to fill that slot, and uh, he he's always enlightening to listen to, and uh, knows knows the FSA programs really really well. And uh, you know, there was not a lot of huge changes in the new farm bill, but there are a few that people need to be aware of, and just need to uh, you know just just hear what the changes are and and see what what they can do to benefit you. And then, of course, it will be a, a great reception there featuring Miller Coors products, which, of course, I love my barley pop and make sure those mountains are blue on those uh, Coors Light cans. And then they'll have a few <laughs> spirit tastings from uh, Montana uh, distillers like uh, Dry Fork Distillery, Willie's Distillery, and Head Frame Spirits, all great drinks that are going to be featured there. And then uh, that uh, guided tour by Russell Nimitz of the uh, the Sip and Dip Lounge later that night is getting put on the agenda. Uh, but, uh, Vince, as we move into uh, the, the final day of the convention, uh, a big part of the the workings of uh, producers here in Montana and, and across the nation is, of course, the promotion of our products and how uh, – how research and promotion here at home and across the nation has really benefited the the, the nation's grain producers. Let's talk about uh, uh, the Northern Crops Institute and the Wheat Marketing Center and how they're going to be uh, sharing updates and, and how we continue to grow our wheat markets across the nation. Yes, uh, as you may or may not know, a lot of our checkoff dollars goes to these programs. And uh, to see what the Wheat Marketing Center does out in Portland is truly phenomenal. I mean, they do amazing amount of work over there and uh, teaching export, our export markets, our buyers, um, ways to use our products and use them properly and get the most out of what um, what they buy. And, uh, and that's just part of buying U.S. products. You know, they don't pay extra for this. This is, a, this is part of our checkoff program and, and that's where the money goes is to promote our wheat. And uh, it's, if you have a chance to, to go out there and visit that center, it is, it's phenomenal what they do with their budget. It's, it, it's really quite a tour. And then what, what are some of those other highlights that folks will be able to experience when they make their way to Great Falls here that day? Um, yeah. So next, uh, a bit of a different checkoff, speaking of checkoffs, um, the <clears throat> grain foods, uh, bread basket products industry checkoff is a new term. And, and so the millers and bakers are starting their own checkoff program as they've started to, to see some decline in their, their, you know, their end product, uh, usage and demand. So, uh, anyways, I forgot her name at the moment. Uh, Kristen Cochran will, uh, We'll present what the program will look like and how it'll work, and uh, but that'll be um, it's it's about time I think that side of the industry got involved in helping promote our business as well. So um, that will that pretty much concludes the first part of the morning, and then we get into kind of uh, I would say the meat of the convention on, on Thursday morning with our discussion and trade panel and and. Uh, I am privileged to uh, host the Undersecretary of Trade and Foreign Egg uh, at USTR there, uh, Ted McKinney. Um, I've gotten to know him at a couple meetings now, and I mentioned at one meeting that he should make a trip out to Great Falls, and 
Montana was one of the states he hadn't visited yet, and and uh, he actually signed up several months ago, which for a uh, a government person is pretty rare. So we were truly excited to to see him uh, sign up and and reserve the spot. And uh, man, with all the trade stuff going on right now, uh, this one would be a hard one to miss, and that that that's going to be a great discussion. And also a part of that, there's going to be uh, representatives for Farmers for Free Trade on that panel. Angela Hoffman, she's the, the co-director of that. We have Augusto Bassanini. Am I saying that right? I, I think it's I think it's Augusto, but yeah, Bassanini. Yeah, and uh, we tried to get we tried to get a bit of a viewpoint from all sides for this uh, panel. You know, you got Farmers for Free Trade, which is you know they they have not been supportive of uh, the administration's approach to this and and with all the tariffs uh and you know they present their case and and then how the industry is handling it from uh he is the CEO of United Grain Augusto is and and so we'll get their take on on how the tariffs and the trade wars and and now some of the treaties that hopefully are going to be signed here soon um how what they mean to to the elevator industry and and then of course the undersecretary which will have no doubt all the real answers i hope and uh, my good friend spencer chase out of washington dc with agripulse he'll be moderating that uh, you picked a great person to come in that follows the ins and outs of the national and international issues there with agripulse uh, spencer's actually a south dakota native he and i were state ffa officers the same year, and then we both ended up in the farm broadcasting, farm journalism world. So it'll be good to see my buddy Spencer there. Uh, and uh, he's also going to be talking about everything you need to know about pod- podcasts as well. So I better attend that that workshop. <laughs> right. I, I'm, uh, I get a lot of my information now on uh, via podcasts. You know, I get, a, as most farmers, we get a lot of windshield time, and there's only so many songs on the radio you can listen to anymore. So uh, I've I've I was turned on to podcasts here a couple of years ago and have thoroughly enjoyed them and uh, uh, yeah Spencer Chase is one of the podcasts I listen to so uh, we're, we're actually hoping we'll see how it turns out but some of the discussion from the panel we're hoping to develop into a podcast for Spencer there and uh, we'll we'll see if we can make that happen. Perfect. But no, I no doubt that he'll do a great job, and uh, um, I love listening to his podcast as well. And uh, finally, let's maybe just walk through the rest of the day there, and maybe some of those issues that uh, that Montana grain growers will be uh, talking about and putting in their policy book at the end of the convention. Yes. Yeah, so uh, just briefly, well, I can finish out the day. We're we're hitting on. Uh, some mental health issue a little bit. We bring in Lindy Phillips, uh, laugh more, stress less. He's kind of, uh, I think, a little bit of a lighter approach to things you can look for and, and how to deal with, uh, you know, the stress that's been involved in the last few years of farming here, which is uh, on everybody's mind. And then uh, looking at some of the global markets impacts and then some tools you can use on maximizing the, your, your return on investment on the stored grain in our area. There's been a lot of new grain bins built in my area, I know. 
And uh, what are some ideas and uh, techniques and strategies that we can use to help get the most out of that investment structure that we just built rather than just fill it full of grain and uh, hope and pray something happens here. So, and then last but not least, the main reason we're there is to set our policy for the next year, you know, go through our resolutions and see what's important to our members and uh, concerns and thoughts and ideas that we can take to Helena and Washington for the upcoming year. Well, it's going to be a great convention, no doubt, Vince. It's going to be fun to to see all of our friends up in Great Falls at the meeting uh, for for information, to see the agendas, bios of the speakers, and to uh, register online. It's pretty simple. You just visit montanagraingrowers.org, excuse me, mgga.org to be exact. Uh, Vince, what what are some closing words you'd like to, to share with uh, – Grain grower members, or maybe those that that haven't paid their dues yet, but are interested in learning more. What what what's your message uh, to your fellow producers today? Uh, we are a true member organization. That's where majority of our funding comes from, and we are here to speak your voice in D.C. and Helena, and uh, offer educational services to to whatever your needs are, and. Uh, we have developed a new membership committee, and so we're always looking for new ideas or services that our organization can present to help uh, facilitate uh, uh, your growing demands as a business. So uh, we're here for the egg community and wheat and barley producers specifically. But uh, you know, it, if you don't. S- if we don't know what you need, uh, it's really hard for us to fight for it. So uh, feel free to reach out to me or or uh, Lola and the girls at the office. They do a phenomenal job uh, on putting all this together, which I better not forget to thank them. They, While uh, some of these are my ideas, they, they really are the ones that put it all together. And, and my goodness, they it's I can't say enough about what would they do and how how seamlessly it just kind of starts coming together towards the end here so shout out to them no they they do work hard every single day as does your leadership team on behalf of uh, of the grain growers here in the state of montana and also all that you do on the national level with the national association of wheat growers as well uh, Vince, thanks for taking some time uh, here in your day to, to share more about what folks can expect of the upcoming Montana Grain Grower 64th Annual Meeting. Like I said, for more information, just visit mgga.org, and we'll have some content from the Grain Growers Convention here once that comes around. Well, friends, that'll do it for today's agriculture conversation. We look forward to joining you here once again. I'm Lane Nordland. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the LaneCast with Talk and Ag, Lane Nordland. For more on Lane, check out his Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster and NordlandCommunications.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the LaneCast on your Apple or Android devices. We look forward to joining you next time on the LaneCast.